Bobby Bones post show pre show. Hey guys, hope you are embarking on a wonderful weekend. Possibly you have a lot of weather issues, and hopefully after this weekend the weather issues go away. Wherever you are, it's all different. So just know we're here, we're feeling it too. So I give you some non weather news. Cheetos chicken wings are here, mm. which sounds pretty good, huh? Yes. Now here we go. There are two exclusive Cheetos wing sauces: original Cheetos and Cheetos Flamin' Hot wing sauce. Ooh, so that means the Flamin' Hot one's gonna be really hot. The Cheetos items include the cheese bites in it. Cheesy bites are coated with Cheetos dust. Does anyone not like Cheetos though? Isn't it universally just a lovely chip? I, mean, I mm-hmm. love them. So Does anybody hate Cheetos or not like Cheetos? Okay, good. Like, <laughs> I don't know that I grab them first because I don't. I try to eat healthier. But if I'm just like, screw it, I'm in a gas station, I've been on a seven-hour road trip, pork rinds and Cheetos, baby. I don't love the Flamin' Hot. Do you do crunchy or puffy? Oh, I both, both. Both? Yeah, I do like both. Ooh, that's tough. I feel like crunchy has more flavor, puffy's more filling. Because <laughs> they're bigger? Yeah. yeah. And Yeah. You know what I like is that Pirate's Booty, though? It's not a Cheeto, but it's, it's like in the middle mm. of a puffy Cheeto and like popcorn. So good. And... And a bit healthier, but with Pirate's Booty, I've only been exposed to it recently. With Pirate's Booty, it's uh, it's either like fancy Walgreens or like grocery stores. Yeah. I don't ever see them in gas stations. Do you, Amy? Occasionally, you can get lucky and find them. But yeah, we, we try to stock that stuff. Like they have the individual bags. Like for you can buy a big old bag that has 12 little bags inside. Yeah. That way, <laughs> there's it's controlled. <laughs> Uh, by the way, these wings, you can now order Applebee's Cosmic Wings with the Cheetos on Uber Eats. February 28th or so, and there's no delivery fee on orders of $15 or more. Ooh. It's not a commercial. I just saw this. I mean, Cheeto, I love wings. What's your go-to sauce on wings or your seasoning? You like, like, Medium buffalo? spice. Mm. I like buffalo fine, but I don't go too hot. No, atomic. You mm-hmm. don't do any of that? I, I don't even want to eat one of those. <laughs> I was never the guy that needed to prove themselves to show what what hot stuff I could eat, you know? Uh, Let's do this. Millie Bobby Brown turned 17 years old today. You would know her from 11 on Stranger Things. There aren't many famous Bobbies. Yeah, I don't think there are, are there? No. But. You. Listen, extremely arguable, and I would argue against it. (laughs) Fine. Uh, Okay, let's go. Amy, you're up first. Oh. Will Ferrell's character in the movie Talladega Nights. Name that Bobby. 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 I feel like I'm going to be so disappointed in myself that I'm not getting this. Bobby Flay. It's not Bobby Flay. Incorrect. I don't know. know. Bobby McKnight? This is Ricky Bobby. Right. Well, no wonder, because the Bobby was in the end. <laughs> Lunchbox, a kind of sprung hairpin or small clip. Oh, Bobby pin. Correct. Oh, these aren't just people. Hey, okay. who knows? You never know what I'm gonna do. Wow. Celebrity chef Eddie and reality television personality. <laughs> Amy got that one. Bobby Flay. Correct. Amy, a one-hit wonder known for his song "Don't Worry, Be Happy." Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Bobby. Be happy. Mick. 
Bobby. Ooh. B94. Red 64. Why am I thinking that? Um. Uh, Incorrect. Bobby McFerrin. Oh, you got it. Oh, dang. Sorry. Oh, Here correct. You got it. We'll give it to you. Lunch. Just because we have a little delay on the mics, because we're working uh-huh. from houses, I give it to you. Uh, Lunchbox, the youngest brother on a popular ABC sitcom that ran from 1969 to 1974. Bobby Brady. Correct. Wow, that was good, Lunchbox. Thank you. Eddie, a singer who got his start in the pop group New Edition. Here's a hook. Little kids? The singer who got his start in the pop group New Edition. Bobby Brown. Correct. Back over to Amy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Amy. You've been struggling. I'm gonna give you this one. It's hard. <laughs> Head American Idol mentor and winner of season Bobby twenty-seven Bones. of Dancing with the Stars. There he's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Who's up? Me. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. An animated show from the 90s about a boy who creates adventures using his overactive imagination. What? A nine? Say it again. An animated show from the 90s about a boy who creates adventures using his overactive imagination. <sighs> Big World Bobby. Incorrect. It would have been Bobby's World. Oh, oh so close. Dang. Eddie, have you missed one yet? No. Oh, you can win with this one. Come on. The lead character in the movie The Water Boy. Gosh, Sam Come on. Sandler. Am I supposed to know his name? Yeah, it's easy. Bobby Smith. Oh goodness, you're out. I don't know it. Bobby Boucher. Yes. Oh, Bobby Boucher. All right, there you go. Those are all the famous Bobbies. You know, everybody wins on this show. All everybody right. wins all the time. Nice job. Uh, all right, I think that's it for now. I got to drive. Try to drive to Chattanooga. Good luck doing the the trucking episode. Just drive slow, man. You don't want to get to the trucking episode and have a wreck before you get there. That's t- I don't want to have a wreck before, well, during, or after. Or after. <laughs> yeah, I guess you Next never week. want to have a wreck. Yeah. There's, no, there's no time I want to have a wreck. <laughs> yeah, just so. slow down, man. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Hope your weekend is fantastic. I hope you get power back if you, if you lost it. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for being our friend. And we will uh, see you uh, Monday. But here's today's show. Bye, guys. Welcome to Friday's show. John Party coming up. Kip Moore coming up. The Dance Party coming up. Big show. Uh, let me say this to everybody awkwardly in different rooms all around. <laughs> Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. There we go. A little better. Amy's in her attic. I'm at my house. Eddie's here. He I'm looks right close to, to me. Yeah. And Lunchbox and Morgan Number 2 and Raymundo are in the studio. So glad you guys are here with us. We are making it work. You guys are leaving us voicemails too, which we appreciate. Here is... A voicemail that was talking about foods that you like that your partner doesn't? Yes, you're asking about I had something that my spouse doesn't like and vice versa. I do not like mayonnaise. I don't like the smell of it. I don't like to look at it. I don't like to touch it. I'm like Caitlin. I don't like touching it. I think it's gross. I think it's nasty. So just wanted to come and let y'all know, I hate mayonnaise. <laughs> But but when do you touch it? Like, I love mayonnaise, and I never touch it. Well, I hate mayonnaise, too, but I'm saying in general, Caitlin hates condiments. She's never had <laughs> mustard, ketchup, mayonnaise, 
ranch. She <laughs> won't even touch the bottles. What that? She hates it that much. She mm-hmm. won't touch the container. She will say, "Hey, I made you lunch. I'll come home from work." And she'll be like, hey, I made us eat a wrap or something. And she said, if you want mustard, I've done it all, but I didn't pull it out of the fridge, <laughs> and I'm not putting it back in. She hates it that much, she won't even touch the bottles. So, yeah, if you have one of those, call us, 877-77-BOBBY. Now, here is Matt from Tipton, Georgia, who called. Um, I was curious. I haven't heard an update on your fiance's grandfather's guns that were stolen. Just curious for an update. Thanks. Appreciate that call. Her grandfather had COVID really bad to the point where they were calling us going, hey, it's a coin flip if he makes it. He's doing pretty good now. He's still on an oxygen machine some, but he's 83, 84 years old and like is, is over. It's over it for the most part. But while he was in the hospital with COVID, this guy broke into their house and he stole like all of Caitlin's grandfather's guns from his whole life in Oklahoma. So apparently they have a few of them back, but they just think they're long gone at this point. He the, was pawning them, right? The, the, whoever well, stole them was pawning them? Yeah, I think he was just selling them to random people. So, it stinks. I don't think they've even caught the guy yet, even though they know who he is. Dang. But as of now, there really isn't a big update. Except he's doing better physically, health-wise. And they have a couple of the guns, but they don't have all of them. Uh, here is Lisa from Fremont, Michigan. I'm just curious if the reason why Ray's able to make it in is because he is actually from Michigan and knows how to drive in this that weather, or if he just lives closer. Hope you have a wonderful day and enjoy the show. What do you think about that, Raymundo? Well, it does make a difference. I do have four-wheel drive, and when it comes to these roads here in Tennessee in the area, four-wheel drive really is the key. Otherwise, you're going to slide and go off the road. So does your Michigan upbringing help you at all in these situations? Not really. It's different snow up there. Up there, it's just so cold that when it does snow, there's really no ice. There's no rain. Down here in Tennessee, in this area, it's it's rain, mix, sleet, snow. I mean, it's, it's a really weird thing, and it takes getting used to. It doesn't really matter that I'm from Michigan. All right, one more call. This is uh, number four. I figured I'd give you a nice driving tip from uh, from a truck driver here. Uh, whenever you're driving on the highway, well, any road, I guess, and you're wondering if it's ice or if it's just melted water at that point, look at the back of your car. If you see a bunch of water shooting up, chances are there's not ice and it's all been melted from the salt. Uh, if the road is very shiny and there's no water shooting up from the back of you, that is ice. Be safe, guys. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. What do you think about that? I mean, you know, it's kind of hard to look at the back, you know, the car, well, but so look at the one in front. View. No, the rear, look at the rear view mirror. That's true, too. Look but you tires. can look at the car in front of you. Their tires spit in water. There you go. We can look at the back. You're not sticking your window out, Ace Ventura. <laughs> I thought about it. Like, how am I going to do that? You just look at the rear view mirror. <laughs> so Eddie got rid of cable, which is crazy, huh? I did. It was a big move. I've had cable my whole, I mean, my whole life. Like, really, not when I was a kid, but like when I lived by myself, I've had a cable. And so I was like, this is too much. I was paying like almost $100 for just cable, not including my internet and not including my cell phone and all that. So I was like, there has to be cheaper streaming services that have live sports. Cause really, we've talked about, we've talked about this. The only reason I had cable is because I want to see games. Dude, I cut it off. I'm officially not a cable person anymore. Are you saving money? Yeah, saving probably about $30. So what are you doing? Just packaging everything together? Just Netflix? What do you have? Yeah. So, oh, I mean, we've the way we justified it is we've already had Netflix on top of cable. So, I mean, we're not even counting Netflix. Oh. So Netflix is already an exp- uh, expense that we already had. So we're not counting that. Disney Plus was already there. So now we just have Hulu. Well, we're doing the trial versions of Hulu and YouTube. 
Don't really know which one I'm going to go with yet. I know more people that use Hulu than YouTube TV. So, Amy, you guys cut cable too, right? Yeah, and we went the Hulu route and then every other streaming service known to man. (laughs) (laughs) Amy thinks she's come out on the bad end of this. I mean, but it's better than you're going to maybe sign up for some of these other services too. So then the fact that you don't have the cable, some people may still have cable and then they're getting all the streaming services. So, yeah, I mean, it's just the direction we're headed. Well, speaking of this, Raymundo has some bad news to pass along because remember Raymundo has been getting YouTube TV for free from a listener in St. Louis? Yeah, Jasco. Right, Ray? Yeah, so Jasco hit me up and apparently YouTube TV doesn't carry regional sports and he's a huge sports fan. So Jasco said he's cutting YouTube TV, unfortunately. Which means Ray no longer gets free YouTube TV. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was a good run. Uh, me and the wife honestly absolutely loved it. We watched, watched and loved watching the St. Louis News at night, but, I mean, it's over, so I'm going to have to decide something for cable. What are you going to do? Honestly, I mean, maybe we go back to Xfinity. I have no idea. A dish, if they still do those. We, we haven't been on the cable game in a while, but it's <laughs> they still, if they those, still right? do those, they still do that. <laughs> or you could just get another listener to hit you up on DM and send there you their you link. Go. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I got so accustomed to the St. Louis stuff. I, I might It'll be different to try and see another city, but uh, maybe I'll be cool with it and it'll, it'll end up being part of my community, you know? Ray's going to be new Bakersfield resident. <laughs> One of our listeners there are going to hit him up. Yeah! I saw Disney Plus. They think by 2025 is going to be bigger than Netflix. Oh, yeah? At the rate that it's growing right now. Which my shows will be on Disney Plus. Sure. Which I'm pretty pumped about. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I like Disney Plus. I'm watching WandaVision over on Disney Mm -hmm. Plus right now. Fun Fact Friday. These are the five most fun facts Amy could find this week. Here we go. Number five. There are 1,600 Chili's locations around the world, and every single one has a picture hanging upside down. They say it's for good luck. Picture of what? Does it matter? I don't think that it matters. There's just one of the pictures on the wall is upside down, which I actually had Chili's for the first time in forever last weekend, and it was so good. Listen, Chili's skillet queso? Yeah. Eddie don't like skillet queso? That's not my go-to when I go. Mm-mm. Really? No. Actually, I don't think I've ever had it. Should I try it? Well, yes. it's specifically chilies, right? <laughs> yeah. You're not going to have it with you being Mexican. You're not going to have it and go, this is yeah. perfect Mexican queso. But when I think of chilies, I think of the, the skillet queso. Man, we go to chilies a lot. I've never seen that upside down picture. You still go now. Oh, yeah. I think the last time we went was a couple months ago. Yeah. Look and see next time. Okay. Number four. So zebras don't have black and white stripes, FYI. They are black. And they're covered in white stripes. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I would have thought they were white with black. Mm. <laughs> so hold on. Tell me again. So they're black with white stripes? Yep. Are you sure? Well, I th- yes, I'm sure. It's a fun fact. I'm just huh. providing you with information in case you ever get quizzed on that uh, question. Wow. I'm blown away by that. Okay, next. Number three. So if you place an egg in cold water and it floats, don't eat it because it's spoiled. Fresh eggs sink and rotten eggs float. Do you know that? Cook Did not know that, yeah. Chef Eddie. I didn't know yeah. that. All right, next. <laughs> Number two. Abraham Lincoln, Walt Disney, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, and Steve Jobs never received college degrees. Yeah, people hear that, though, and go, well, that's why I don't need to. Well, right. you're also not <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Or any of those people. Yeah, stop with that. They also had like an, a curiosity about them where they were like, I'm already so invested in what I'm doing 
Like I'm so driven toward this one goal that college is going to be in my way. Most of my buddies that would say stuff like that, they have no curiosity about anything <laughs> except how can they get paid by doing that? almost no work. So, yeah, don't listen to that as an example. That is a fun fact, though. Okay, what else? Number one. And speaking of college, Carrie Underwood earned college credit for being on American Idol. It counted as an internship. Oh, wow. That's cool. I could see it counting as like a music elective yeah. for three hours or so. Yeah. All right. There you go. And by the way, watch American Idol on Sunday night on ABC. We were number one in the ratings last week. Pretty pumped about that. So watch again. I think it'll be the last week that I'm not on fully because I was off shooting my Nat Geo show. But they put a couple clips of me in there anyway. Nice. It's like it's like I'm dead. They're like, and let's not forget <laughs> Bobby Bones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, be sure to watch Sunday Night American Idol. All right, Amy, thank you. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! Bobby Bones Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Carly Pierce released a new album called 29, and it features her latest single, Next Girl. Who knows how to say all the right things? Knows how to get you out of that dress? Knows how to make you think you're the best thing, but I know what happens next, girl. Walker Hayes released a new song called I Hope You Miss Me. Can't wait to see your name in those credits. Hope you find yourself but selfishly. I hope you miss me. Adam Hambrick released a new EP called The Flip Sides. Here's a clip of a song called Broken Ladder. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. So around this time of year, there's a crosstown rivalry between two universities, the University of Cincinnati and Xavier University. It's a basketball rivalry called Crosstown Shootout. So what the fans are doing, though, is when this game happens, they do the Crosstown tip-off where they go to restaurants and they try to leave the biggest tips ever. Oh, and wow. whichever team, whichever school leaves the bigger tips wins. So the biggest tip they've ever gotten in this his, in this uh, rivalry history is it happened this week. It's $4,525 on a $54 bill. So is it the combined tips? Yes. And do they write a note on there who it's from? They do kind of like the little crosstown tip-off note on there so they know it's part of this thing. And they either write Xavier or Cincinnati. Correct. That's a pretty cool idea, whoever started that. Yes. Yeah. And, and can I tell you who's winning right now? Who? Right now, uh, Xavier has... Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Bearcats, the Cincinnati has uh, done 20000 and Xavier has done 12000 So Bearcats are killing it. Dang, Xavier, step up. Come on, guys. Smaller school, though. Let's be step, real. But <laughs> is, it a, is it a private school? It has an X on the front of it. Oh, I assume yeah, it's a rich person school. That's true. Good uh, point. I don't know. That's a great story. I love it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Morgantown, West Virginia. About 12.20 a.m., a college student is using a laundry cart to go down a hill in the snow when a cop car is parked at the end of the intersection. And a guy goes, uh-oh, boom, crashes right into the cop car, and he's got alcohol in his hand. He's only 18, so he got arrested for hitting the cop car and having alcohol. Don't you throw the bottle of beer out as soon as you... <laughs> 
It's like if you're getting pulled over and you have something illegal in your car, you try to throw it out of the car, right? Yes, but the cops know that already, so they know what to look for. Again, but they may miss it. Maybe. <laughs> if you're flying down a hill at a cop car and you have beer in your hand and you're like, uh-oh, <laughs> you do everything you can to get that beer out of your hand. Uh, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. The Friday Morning Conversation with John Party. John Party, what's up, my friend? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, I have a question. I was thinking about you the other day. When live shows return, and they will return this year, do you think you'll have to go back and relearn all your lyrics? Usually it's uh, just me and the guitar by myself singing, like for a couple days before the first show, going through, go back, listen to the album, listen to what's on the set list, and kind of get in that mind space again, and then still forget the lyrics. <laughs> it's been so long since you've been able to play consistently are you worried the first few shows you'll be like i got dirt on my what again my sneakers uh i mean we're gonna remember that one um i think that's it's just what it is but shockingly we, we had some little bit of shows last year and only messed up one line the whole so that's pretty good one out of a 75 minutes that you forgot one line so we have john on he's playing the opry tomorrow night so you guys can check it out. You can go to our Facebook page, Bobby Bone Show, because we're actually grabbing the stream. Or you can go to the Grand Ole Opry's Facebook page, Circle Network. Everywhere you can go watch the Opry online. Do you remember your first ever Grand Ole Opry appearance, John? Back in 2013, I think. I had long hair. You know, I was saying, think, I think you had long hair, too. <laughs> um, me and my mom, this is before, like, this is back when limos were still cool, man. And we took a stretch Hummer to the Opry, and we had fun. Uh, let me, I got a couple of other questions for you here. You put Rancho Fiesta Sessions on vinyl. I saw you talking about this on, on your Instagram. How do people get one of these? Because you did a bunch of really cool cover songs. How do people get one of these, and will you sign them? Yo, yeah, I'm having a whole, having a whole field day of a, a signing 500 copies of it. So uh, if you could just go to my website, and we got them up. Is that johnparty.com? I don't, I've never been on that. Yeah, yeah, johnparty.com. <laughs> right, John Party is on with us. What does someone get? Because I was looking, I saw that you're on Cameo, $125. Ooh, that's steep. What does someone get for $125 <laughs> with a John Party Cameo? When I first, I kind of like put off Cameo. I was like, I don't need to be doing that, you know? Um, I, I kept getting DMs like, hey, are you going to, you know, Join Cameo, blah, blah, I wanted to get a message. And I was like, you know what? I'll try it out. It's a lot of happy birthdays. There's a lot of happy Valentine's Day. And you know what? It makes people happy. That's the main thing about Cameo. Like, they love it. I mean, when they get the video and they, they leave me feedback and stuff, they, I mean, they are so excited. And that's the thing I never thought I would get, like, like, a, a, like happy out of it, that I made somebody happy. So that's what... uh. Cameos kind of opened my eyes a little bit. It's just they're they're so excited when I get the video. It's it's pretty pretty awesome. So how many of those do you think you get a day requested to do cameos? When when it first lit up, when I first got up, it was fifty. I've since it, I've done ninety four videos. So you made um, about ten thousand dollars off of cameo. Holy moly! Close. <laughs> and, and so, but I use it for like farm stuff. So it does help out here on the ranch. <laughs> John Party's on with us. He's playing the Grand Ole Opry tomorrow night. Hey, John, I have two product pitches, just ideas that I think would be great for you in business. 
Tell me if you like these ideas, okay? Okay. I can tell he's not loving it already. <laughs> Either that or he's on the toilet. All right, here we go. Once live concerts return, we start a toilet rental business for venues. And we put your face in the hole, and we call them porta parties. I mean, can the face be at least on the door? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. All right, how about this one? How about this one? We start our own country music awards show for people who never get nominated or win the big awards, and we call it the party precipitation, like the party precipitation awards. Get it? Like you participate parties. I really struggle with this one. Yeah, Um, the party participation award. Close enough. We were calling it the party. Yeah, it doesn't work. That we tried. We I don't think. (laughs) While you pitched it, you're like, yeah, halfway through the pitch, I was like, this is a stupid idea. (laughs) What if we could just be the the American country party? Okay, and you, but you have to host it too. You good with that? I love hosting stuff. You yeah, know that. There, there he is, John Party. Listen, he's on because he's he loves playing the Opry. We're promoting the Opry. Be sure to watch it on the Opry's Facebook, our Facebook, or Circle Network. John, good to talk to you. Uh, by the way, everybody, you can get Rancho Fiesta sessions on vinyl. Uh, it's signed to thirty-five bucks. JohnParty.com. Expected to ship March seventeenth. So go ahead and sign up for that too. The guy's just trying to buy farm equipment. You heard it here first. All right, John. Good to talk to you, bud. Talk to you soon. Uh, later. All right, bye. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Brittany Aldean posted a video of Jason trying to touch his palms to his shoulders. And I laughed out loud when I saw it. For some reason, it was so funny because he like couldn't get it done. And then it made me think, can some people not do this? But here's the clip. Try to touch your palm to your shoulder. <laughs> Muscles to boot. Try it again. Try that arm. Yeah, Jason blamed it on his muscles being too big, but Bobby, can you do it? Well, I don't have the muscles too big problem. (laughs) Uh, A lot of guys can't touch it. Is that possible? Uh, I think Amy can. Yeah, I can do it. No problem. I can't. It's a TikTok trend, right? And so a lot of people are doing this on TikTok. I'm not able to do it. But I went, sure I can, because Caitlin asked me if I could do it. She was like, no, you can't see it. So I just took my palm from the other hand and touched my shoulder. <laughs> of course you did. But oh, okay. there's another trend, too, that's been happening for a few weeks where you get down on all fours and you raise your arms up, and most girls can stay up, and guys can't. They fall forward. Weird. And so I did it on on, on my TikTok, too. I didn't fall forward. And Caitlin goes, I think that tells us a lot. <laughs> You're kind of a girl. I'm kind of a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Amy, what else? Well, just a heads up, fake Amazon reviews are being sold in bulk online. They sell themselves um, as like to companies that are wanting to up their rating and watchdogs are out there making sure that they don't do it. But it's such a bummer for those of us that rely on reviews like on Amazon. I look at reviews all the time and I want to know that it's legit, not that a company paid somebody to rate them high and write a Nice review. It's called Review Manipulation Services, and people sell them. <laughs> nice. Uh, how do you get a job as a watchdog? That sounds like the job right there. Also, hey, I'm not going to hate. I got in trouble for buying Twitter followers because I used to do this joke where I would I would buy Twitter followers for friends who had like 100 followers. They'd wake up and have 10,000, and they'd be like, what happened? Oh, my God. And I thought it was so funny. I was like Twitter bombing people with followers, and I wouldn't say anything for a while, and they were like, what did I do to get in the news? Like, why are all these people following me? Well, then the story comes out, people buying Twitter followers, and I'm in it. Because you bought a bunch Because I bought a people. bunch of followers for other people. <laughs> and a watchdog got me. <laughs> all right, what else? 
So I feel like last year, this is a story that would have been a tell me something good. This 34-year-old named Joshua Torres, he actually made headlines when he bought his community in New York, this like $900 pool that everybody could get into because temperatures were like 100 degrees. And yeah, since he was had some notoriety then for that, I guess police started watching him oh. and... He, he just got busted for uh, dealing drugs. And as I read into the article, I was like, okay, well, was it a little weed or what? Uh, no, it was heroin and uh, crack and a bunch of other things. So, yeah, while he was a hero in the neighborhood not too long ago, now he's uh, been busted for a drug operation. It's just funny to hear Amy go, is it a little weed? <laughs> Very nonchalant. I know, Amy. Just like, was it a couple kilos of weed? I mean, was it a, you know, we're like, wait, what? Angel dust? Was it red devils? Right. But, you know, I just kind of, now we know where you're going to be. She She felt a little too comfortable. You know, it was just a little weed, right? I mean, none too. It's all those gang documentaries you've been watching. Yeah, she's like, cartel, man. There was a story, too. You know that lawyer in, I believe, Texas who had the cat. They, they went viral because he had the cat on his face. Oh, when they were zooming. Yes. Yeah. And he wakes up and there's that, you know, that filter. Or wakes mm-hmm. up, he gets on, and there's that cat filter on. Apparently, they started investigating him too. And he hadn't done anything illegal, but he had a, like some shady history. And had done nothing really to go viral. Like he wasn't <laughs> calling attention to himself, but that got him. And then they started going after him too. Oh, man. Because he had, had some stuff in his past that he didn't love. All right, there you go. That's what's up. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this couple, Harriet and Jerry, they've been married 58 years. But because of the pandemic, they haven't been able to be together for the last 11 months because Jerry has Alzheimer's and he lives at an assisted living facility. Normally, she was able to go visit him, but because of the pandemic, she was having to see him through a window. But now, finally, after 11 months, they got to see each other face to face and in person. Yeah, that's good. Can you imagine? 11 months is a long time. I mean, a month. Yeah. Gosh. But here we are. And I will say, too, I was looking at some of the data, and we're, we're, we're trending way down right now. Let's hope we don't get a pop back up. We're That's trending great. down. People are starting to get shots in their arms. I know people that have got vaccines. Let me ask you this question about the vaccine. Because there are counties around where I live that say, hey, we have extra vaccines. Just sign up. And if no one comes to get it, you can have it. Mm-hmm. If I were to sign up, and get the vaccine, I would get shamed, right? <laughs> Even if they weren't going to give it to any... And still, if I came on the air and was like, hey, I got the vaccine, I would still get shamed, right? Be honest. Maybe. Even if it was going to go to waste. So if I get it, I just can't say I got it. Oh, no. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Don't talk about we're it. Not, we're not at the point where people can just get them now? No. You To openly be able to get one, you need to still fit inside oh. these... But there are all these lists going, hey, put yourself on a waiting list yeah. because there's an expiration on these things. And if we don't give it at a certain time, they die. Mm. And so I put myself on the list and I got taken off the list because someone took the appointment. So I'm not even on a list, but I'm like, if I get it, I can't <laughs> that, post that one. We'll of, never know. I can't post one of those selfies <laughs> because people will hammer me online. So I think we made up my mind here. If I do finally get it, I'm going to keep my mouth shut for a while. Yeah. There you go. There, hey, and that's what it's all about, yeah. right, everybody? That was Tell Me Something Good. Thank you guys for hanging out. Kip Moore coming up in just a little bit. 
Let's do a little Flashback Friday of the year. It's 1995. Flashback Friday! On this day, 1995, I was 14 years old. (laughs) Awkward. Like, I was trying to figure out how to play sports. And I was okay, not because of my athletic ability, but because I would, like, figure out all these, basically, cheat codes. Like, I'd figure out how how to beat the system, trick plays. I started to kind of be pretty good. I was doing good in school. I was rocking the quiz bowl team. Like I, but somehow, even though I was getting better at sports and was captain of the quiz bowl team, I was still getting beat up a lot. It's just a weird mix. You would think <laughs> it'd be the opposite, huh? Yeah, no, not for me. Uh, also on this day, the biggest country song was Alan Jackson, Gone Country. She's gone country. Look at them boots. She's gone country. The biggest pop song is TLC Creep. And the biggest thing in pop culture on this day in 1995, Pamela Anderson married Tommy Lee just 96 hours after they first met. Ooh. Crazy. <laughs> Man, less than a week. And they got married. Wow. Did that last? Mm-mm, they divorced yeah. in 1998. Right. Pamela Anderson has had five marriages over 26 years. Ooh. Most recently, she married her bodyguard after falling in love during the COVID lockdown. The Baywatch stars married Dan Hayhurst. They announced that on January 27th. So that's a lot of marriages. Listen, the Larry King stuff's gotten pretty hairy. You know, his last ex-wife is going to court to get some of that money in the will. I think he's married seven or eight times. Wow, that's a lot. And he wrote on a napkin at the end, right before he died, like, I want her to have anything. So now she's going to court trying to get that back? Well, no, because she was, if you remember correctly, according to the news, she was hooking up with her son's baseball coach. What? Yeah. What's happening? Well, nothing now, because he's dead. But he was married eight times. He may have married the same person twice, Larry King. But that's a lot of marriages, man. Yeah, a lot. That's some Jerry Springer type stuff, changing your will (laughs) on a napkin right before Mm -hmm. you die because your ex-wife was with the baseball coach. Oh, I'm going to go with this because I don't have the story in front of me. All alleged. (laughs) Yeah, top of the dome. This is all alleged. It's just freestyling here. But that's some crazy stuff, man. Flashback Friday. It is time for Amy to tell a joke. Here we go. The morning corny. What do you call a sheep covered in chocolate? What do you call a sheep covered in chocolate? A candy bar. Candy bar. Uh huh. Okay. That was the morning corny. So in America, we love our dogs, like for sure. Apparently, more than any other country. The whole story is Americans will do anything for their dogs, and I'm part of this. You know, tomorrow, Saturday is National Love Your Pet Day. Based on a new survey, Americans love their dogs the most. I tell you here, I wasn't leaving my house because we've been snowed nice in. Like, there was no chance I was leaving except my dogs had to get to the vet because she had an issue because she's a puppy. We're trying to fix her up. He had an issue. For me, I wouldn't have went to the doctor. But we hopped in the truck, (laughs) plowed through the snow to get them to the vet. We posted a picture on Instagram, too. And it was as we were at the vet because we have these doggy restraining seatbelts in in the, uh, the, the SUV. And so I'm holding Stanley in my lap and... Caitlin's in the back seat with Eller holding her. And of course, people are like, why don't you have your dogs strapped in? We can't believe you're driving with him in your lap. I was like, first of all, he's like a 65-pound bulldog. There's no way I could drive with him <laughs> in my lap. And it was, it's, as we're sitting there, 
People find ways to get mad at every single thing, but we do love our dogs for sure. 72% of dog owners say they would have no issue putting themselves in harm's way if it meant saving their pet from harm. Completely agree. The story I think of though most is that guy was walking in Florida and the alligator tried to eat his dog. Oh, yeah. And he's wrestling the jaws of that alligator apart. That's the ultimate. The ult- But I would have been there too. Whew. I don't know that I went straight wrestling jaws. I just started kicking the thing. <laughs> right. Beating it with a stick, anything. I now I like I really love Stanley the bulldog. It's it took a while because he was sick for the first year of his life and we were just nursing him. There was no bonding because he always had a cone on. But like I love that dog now. And Eller's new, so we're still getting used to her. She's such a puppy and she had so much trouble growing up. Um, of the seventy nine percent of people polled who are in a relationship, fifty three percent admit they kiss their dog more than their partner. That's not the case with us right now. Although I do let Stan, and it's gross, call me whatever you want, but I do say kisses and he licks my nose. That's true. That's fine. <laughs> say I'm gross if you want. 70% of dog owners say they've been accused of spoiling their pet, but that doesn't bother them. Yeah, I would say the dogs get spoiled. We don't have kids though, right? Right. Big difference. Yeah. We don't have kids, so we're rocking the dogs right now. Uh, 49% of couples let the dog sleep in their beds with them. We do not. My last dog slept in the bed with me. These dogs don't get in the bed. They don't know the difference. It's like if you grew up with no TV. If you're Amish, you don't miss TV. You don't watch TV. <laughs> he never had it. My dogs are basically <laughs> Amish for beds. 46% said they get to get up on the couch. Stanley does not. Eller won't stop jumping up on the couch. We're trying to break her from that. And then sometimes we just get tired to go, you know what? Who cares? Stay up here. Uh, almost half make dinner with human food, too, for them. No human food. Oh, gosh. They'll get excellent treats of beef jerky occasionally if we're outside doing training exercises. Then, then they get some beef jerky treats. But that's about it there. So... We're kind of in the scale or so. Amy, what about your dog? Does he does she sleep in the bed? She normally doesn't, but there have been some days lately where she's gotten to just because yeah. it's brought in a lot of comfort. So I got a pro tip from a friend that does let her dog sleep in there. And because I have a white comforter, but I got this white quilt blanket thing that blends in like you can barely tell it's there. And then that's what she's laying on. That way it doesn't get anything dirty. The Friday Morning Conversation with Kip Moore. Kip, what's happening, bud? How you doing, B? You good? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I was watching you play the show at the Ryman, and your fans are so passionate. And I wonder, what I was wondering as I was watching you play these songs is, whenever people sing back to you but they're wearing a mask, does it sound a little more muffled when they're singing back in masks? <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not quite as aggressive. You know, it's uh, but but I'm I'm hey, as long as as long as I can hear singing, I'm I'm good, man. It's a good thing. How was it to be on stage again? And obviously it was a socially distanced show and it wasn't completely packed, but for you to be back on stage playing music, how'd that feel? It was great, Bobby. Um, you know, and I say this with all sincerity. Um, I, I, like during this whole thing, I've never like, I, I never craved the adulation part. Um, I, I miss like being on stage with stuff that was happening tonight with the band and, you know, just being able to get, bring people some joy, but I don't, I've never needed the adulation part, so I never missed that. But I missed there was a lot of organic things that happened on stage that we didn't plan on. That just it felt amazing playing music again, you know. Ten years ago, something about a truck was a number one. Ten freaking years ago, does that feel like that has just flown by, or does it feel like forever ago? I'm not really sure to be honest. That whole period in my life feels like one complete blur. Everything about it feels like a gigantic blur. I think me going through like 
the insane insomnia I went through for like four years. The whole thing's a blur. I mean, it. I, I, sometimes it feels like it was just yesterday, and sometimes it feels like a lifetime ago. Does that song still feel like a Kip Moore song? No, um, but I'm thankful for it. You know what I mean? I asked that because, I, again, I watched... Listen, I'm a Kip Moore fan. I'll say it right now. Proud, loudly and proudly. And <laughs> you played 20, 25 songs at your last show, which is a lot. And I did not see Hey Pretty Girl on the set list. So does that feel like a Kip Moore song? And, and why didn't you play that song? Yeah, I mean, that, that still does. Um, Bobby, I mean, like when we did that acoustic tour uh, all of last year, there would be nights, and I'm not exaggerating, there'd be nights where I did not play one single hit. And, and you never felt like you were missing anything during the night. Like the crowd was never chanting for it. I would, I would give them an option during the encore. Knowing I haven't played Truck, Hey Pretty Girl, um, last shot, you know, I'd be like, you know, what do y'all want to hear? And they had signs in the audience and it would always be like crazy one more time or that was us or something. And it wasn't like planned to not play it. I just never got to it. Do you feel like your voice is still in shape? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it definitely, you know, I, I didn't, the band was laughing after because they were like, you know, our, we were supposed to play an hour and a half. And I got fined, you know, a few thousand dollars for going 40 minutes over. Um, but, you know, when I got off stage, I had no idea how long during the first whole set that we had played. And I asked my tour manager, are we good? Because I, I normally have in-ears and I didn't have them. And he says, Kip, he put, he put his hand on my shoulder and said, you're 35 minutes over, you're already fine, so you might as well play the encore. So, <laughs> you know, it was just kind of like, you know, I mean, I, I, we kind of just winged it while we were out there. We had a bag of songs to pull from. We followed somewhat of an order, but there was definitely some audibles happening throughout the night. How do you pay that fine, or do they just keep it out of your check? I don't really know, Bobby. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it just like gets reimbursed to them if they've already paid to my business management, you know? Afterwards, I wanted to kick myself because here I've gone a whole year trying to take care of my band and crew. I haven't, haven't had any shows, and then my first one back, I get fined. So that was pretty idiotic on my part. Kip Moore's on with us. Wild World Deluxe just came out. You got four new songs on this. So why did you want to put a deluxe album out instead of you know, holding that and putting a new project out? A lot of times I'll over-record for a record. Normally I'll do like anywhere from three to six songs over um, because a lot of times you don't know what a song is going to feel like till you give it a go. And sometimes it just lays flat. You can't seem to capture the magic and whatever for whatever reason or not. But And I'm already mentally way past where I'm at at that particular time. So if I'm writing new stuff, I don't put that on an old project. So it just felt like that record. Like it... it contextually yeah. felt like that record yeah and even sonically like the way that we recorded the drums the way we yeah. did guitar tones like leaving doors open in rooms like whatever kind of ambiance you know kind of thing we were going for with certain songs whatever ethereal you know sounds we were trying to capture like it all kind of made sense with that record and in the, and the subject matter you're telling me if you leave a door open in the studio the guitar sounds different yeah, I mean, you're going to get a much more compartmentalized sound when you like when you have amps uh, that can't bleed into the room. You know, like you're going to have a very you're going to have a much tighter mix. I mean, when you listen to old '50s through the '70s recordings, I mean, a lot of times they did have the door shut, but a lot of times it was just in one big room, and that's why you're getting all of that like kind of where it all feels like they're in the same room. Nothing is individually compartmentalized, and you're getting lots of bleed, and there's that there's that rawness in it you know you can't control your sounds in the mix as much but you get a much more authentic band sound with that kind of thing have you ever stage dived uh i've definitely jumped into the crowd the last time i did it was in milwaukee 
uh, Summerfest, like back in 2015, and it was uh, it, it was truly kind of a scary experience. It got so aggressive, and I came back on stage pretty much missing all my clothes. It was it was pretty insane. So I haven't done it since. I did it once, and I didn't know the rules, and I did it on my belly. <laughs> oh, that's great. That and let's, great. Ju- let's just say I took a lot of shots into that very sensitive area oh, that I really wasn't man. planning on. Bobby, People were just trying to put their – listen, I'm not a rock star, Kip. I'm not like you. I don't have the wherewithal. I usually do stand-up comedy. And we were doing a music I mean, show, and I was like, I got to go, and I jumped face first into the crowd. That was it. Heck, Dustin Lynch is so scared of it, he does it with a boat. He does. He gets in a boat. That's true. He's an inflatable raft. He's so afraid of it. Uh, let me let me ask you this before we go. You tweeted on the Conor McGregor fight. Satin sheets will turn an alley cat into a house cat. When that happens, it's over. Is that a Kip more yeah. original? One hundred percent. You know, for the for the first half of my career, I mean, Bobby, that's why I moved into that dump that I, you know, I, I stayed in this. You know, I mean, I don't want to say a dump, but I mean, it was. I, the room that I moved into somewhat was, you know, I moved into an, an, a one room in the old cornman building and I got a twin mattress and I put it on the floor and I put all my stuff in there because I thought that I still had to feel like I was at the bottom to write the Wild Ones record. And I took cold showers every morning like I did back when I was living on Edmondson Pike. You know, I mastered the 22nd shower and, it, and it, I tried to keep myself in that, in that hungry phase. Now, I realized that just by living simple, I can stay in that state of mind. I never want to get too comfortable. Um, at least while I'm doing this, there might be a time when I really kick back. But, but I mean, I like simplicity anyway. I've never needed like things. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, I think once you get, you're living in some big mansion and you've got, you know, everything you need and all the cars. I mean, how can you possibly stay in that in that clubber lane, Rocky Three State? You know what I mean? <laughs> There he is. Mr. T. Yeah, Kip Moore at Kip I Moore hear Music. Easy. Hey, yeah. <laughs> there he is. What's up, Kip? I heard you, my man. I know you pick up on that. Hey, listen, Wild World Deluxe just came out. It's He's got four new tracks on it. Check out Kip. Hey, when are you playing again? What's what's the deal with your live shows? I don't really have anything. I've got a couple little spot dates over the summer. I've got some. It's interesting. I've got some house. I've got a couple house things I've been doing, and I got like three of those kind of lined up, like twenty, twenty-five people. Price is right. I go play the house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there he is. Hey, Kip. Always good to talk to you, man. You're, you're uh, you such a treat to have on the show. Love you. Talk hey, to you soon, congrats bud. Congrats on uh, the big day coming, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Talk to you soon. You bet, guys. <laughs> I'll read you the first line to a famous 90s country song. You just named the song, okay? And it's Survivor style. If you miss it, you're out. Number one, who doesn't know what I'm talking about? Heck, I'll make it a little easier for you. No, no, no. It's good. Because Amy knows it. Well, right. That's why she doesn't want everybody to have a... What? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to say it in my head. Okay, I was going to say it a little more on the melody. Okay. Who doesn't know what I'm <laughs> talking about? That's just a little more. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Let me know when you're in. 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 Never the win. Amy, what do you have? Wide open spaces. Lunchbox? Wide open spaces. Eddie? Wide open spaces. Correct. There you go. Who doesn't know what I'm talking about? Next up, Johnny's dad. Was taking him fishing. 
Johnny's dad was taking him fishing. In for the win. In. All right. Lunchbox. Don't take the girl. Eddie. Don't take the girl. Amy. Don't take the girl. From 1994, Don't Take the Girl. All right, next up, Looks Like We Made It. The song is from 1997. Looks Like We Made It. Look How Far We've Come, My Baby. I gave you a few extra words. Oh, my gosh, dude. I I, I don't know it. Oh, gosh. Looks Like We Made It. Look How Far We've Come, My Baby. Eddie was the one bragging before Dang the break. It. Oh, man. I'm trying to sing it in my head, and I, I just I'm in for the there. win. All right, I'm out. You don't know it? Nope. I'm drawing a blank. Lunchbox, what do you have? I mean, I know it's Shania. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I just put, you're still the one. I don't know if that's right. Correct. Woo! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Whoa, let's go, Shania! Amy. You're still the one. And uh, Eddie, Mr. Bragging, this game's going to be so easy. I wrote down Forever by Shania Twain. Mm, oh. There you go. Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. Eddie, you've now been eliminated. I don't know why Shania's songs are so hard for me to remember. Next up, between Lunchbox and Amy. Oh. I saw the light. I've been baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. Name that 90s country song. That's the first line. In. I saw the I saw the light. I've been baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. The song is from 1991. In for the win. Lunchbox. Neon Moon. Mm. You knew the band. You didn't know the song. What? Amy, That's not it? it did I get no. too cocky and go too fast? You did. Because yes. neon, neon Moon would be... When the sun goes down on my side Wait, say of town. it again. What, what, did you, what did you say? Not that. Not that, yeah. <laughs> I said, I saw the light. I've been baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. Do you know it if I do that? Nope. Oh, you still don't know it. I think I still got Neon Moon there. Amy, what is the answer? It's, I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. Yeah, Brand what's the name man. of the song? Brand New Man. There it is, 1991. That's yeah. it. Here's the clip. Here's the clip. I saw the light. I've been baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. Wow, we only went four deep. You guys did not perform. Not good. Not good. Here are some other ones. And oh. we'll play your winning song in a second, Amy. How about You Can Tell the World You Never Was My Girl? That's easy. I know it. Achy breaking. Achy breaking yeah. heart. 1992, Achy breaking heart. Okay, this is a little harder. Just about a mile off of 109. Oh, it's easy. Go ahead. Lunch Good lunch. directions. No. No. Cumberland Road. That's right. Oh. The church on the Cumberland Road. Here you go. Just about a mile off of 109. There's a little church sitting back in the pines. Amy, know that one? I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I didn't really have time. Oh, don't worry, to get Eddie. There. You're already out. I <laughs> know. I know. Amy's Amy the already winner. won. Amy's the winner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how, do, how about this one, baby? What do you say we just get lost, leave this one horse town like two rebels without a cause? But yeah, two rebels yeah. without a cause. Amy, what do, what do you think that is? 
What do you say we just get lost? <laughs> oh, I got it. One, like two rebels without a cause. Uh, I, I, kind of, I, I, I hear it. Hold on. Oh, what are you? Oh, oh, heads, Carolina. Yeah. Yes. Good job. Good job, Amy. What do you say we like, just get lost? If I had tone, it would be much easier for me. Okay, how about this one? Plowing these fields in the hot summer sun over by the gate. Lordy, here she comes. Oh. Anyone? I got well, it. I'll let Amy go first and she won. Yeah. Okay. Amy? Can you say it again? Plowing these fields in the hot summer sun over by the gate. Lordy, here she comes. Over by the gate. Lordy, here she comes. I have no idea. <laughs> Amy's now doing Run DMC. Uh, Eddie? Oh. Yeah, she thinks my tractor's sexy. Yeah, there you go. Plowing these fields in the hot summer sun over by the gate, Lordy, here she comes. With a I got a couple more and we're done. Uh, every time our R's meet, oh, excuse me. I got a couple more and then we're done. Every time our eyes meet, this feeling inside me. Inside oh. me does what? That's the whole first line. Every I time our, our eyes meet, this feeling inside me. I know the line, but I can't put it to a song. Feeling inside I spent 10,000. I don't know. Oh, Ooh, did you just go 10,000 uh, hours? Hour. Yeah, no. but I don't. That's not right. The song's from 1999. <laughs> How about I go? Every time I rise, me. Oh, nice. This feeling <laughs> inside me. Oh, amazed. What's that? Yeah, yeah Lone Star Maze. Good. Every time I rise, me. This feeling inside me. All right, one more. Speed round for all you guys. Ready? Ready. Creole Williams, live down a dirt yeah, road. Amy. Uh, dust in the bottle. Amy. Oh! <laughs> Amy, go ahead. So that rude. would be d- dust on the bottle, Eddie. There you go. There you- <laughs> hey, she's our winner, though. Clap your hands for Amy, everybody. Nice job. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. It's a happy ending for a Texas family whose dog disappeared days before Hurricane Harvey in 2017. The family was moving from one home to another. They live in Houston, and their pet Maddie went missing. I mean, there was destruction everywhere. They were figuring it out. Their dog ran off. And so there's a nonprofit pet rescue called the Forgotten Pet Advocates. They searched, never found her. She was microchipped, but the family didn't update their contact information. So even when they found her, she was microchipped to the wrong house. Last week, a volunteer kind of detective worked it and ended up finding them. And imagine that, the dog that's been gone for, heck, almost four years now. They're like, we found her. Here she is. My mind would be blown. That would be the greatest feeling ever. And so they have their dog Maddie went back. They have their dog Maddie back. Again, shout out to the Forgotten Pet Advocates because they stuck with it. Even though they found her and the chip wasn't taken to the right place, they stuck with it and found that family. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Raymundo, our audio guy who sits behind the glass wall there, he says he missed out on getting the vaccine for coronavirus. What happened, Ray? So I usually take a little afternoon nap and I got on this COVID list. So apparently every morning you just email and say in Nashville, oh, I want to be on the list. I, can I please be on the standby list? And if they have any extra vaccines that they want to give out, you could possibly be chosen. They said it's like winning the lottery if they actually draw your name. Well, I go down for a couple hour nap. I wake up to a number that I did not recognize. I Googled that number. 
it was to the health department, which means oh, I had gotten the call for the vaccine. And you can't call back and be like, I want it. They said once they give you the call, you have 30 minutes to get to whatever whatever location they give you. And I had obviously missed that window. So my question was, we talked about it a couple of days ago on the post show. Would I be shamed if I got the vaccine doing the same thing? Because there are all these places in counties surrounding ours that are like, we can't get rid of all our vaccines in time. Sign up. And if we can't give it away, we'll call you. And if I went down and got the vaccine, don't you think I get beat up? Wouldn't, would Ray get beat up if he announced he got the vaccine? I don't know. You keep saying that, but I'm not sure. Why would you hate if you're trying to help yourself? I don't know. A lot of hate out there. <laughs> I feel like people could understand, like, if you have the opportunity to get it, people are going to get it. Your parents finally got on the list or they're, got the vaccine? They're on the list. And so they know that they got an, uh, a notification that said it's available they just have to wait for this weather in Texas to get better for them to come get it. So they're ready to get it, and they're so excited. Dude, I haven't seen them in two years. Well, like, COVID's only been here for like a year well, or three I, months. I would <laughs> say last Christmas, you know, not this past one, but the yeah. one before that. And it's a long time because they used to come up at least two or three times a year. Yeah. And so I miss them, and as soon as they can get both of these vaccines, I get to see them again. This Raymundo story reminds me of Lunchbox, who claims that Real World called him to be on the show, and he was, he was gone, and then... He called him back, and they were like, nah, sorry. Right? Is that what happened, Lunchbox? Yeah, I went to an open casting call in College Station. I drove back to San Antonio, and I went to my night class, which was economics, Mr. Avandepour. And I got home, and I had a phone call from 323, and neither of my roommates had, knew that number, and I Googled it, and that was L.A. That was real world. They were calling. <laughs> they wanted me, and that was it. That was my shot, and I missed it, and I'm very sad, and I'm sorry, Ray. If you could go back in time, Lunchbox, and be there for that call, and it was real world, but none of this happened, none of this life that you have now, radio, that the same wife and kids, because none of that would have happened had you not gone down this path. Would you go back, accept that call, and go on real world if it means you don't live what you're living now? Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> Listen, I could still be on the challenge. I mean, CT's still there. Banana still goes. I mean, there are some vets that are still there. CT is 40. He's on the challenge. I could still be making big money and be a reality TV star and just be living the life. Again, I think you forgot the part where I said your wife and kids. Family, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I understand I would have had a different wife and I would have different kids, but <laughs> that's okay. That that would have been my path. And oh my, my kids and wife are great, but my one, I, before them, my dream was real world. So they didn't exist back then. So if I could go back, yes, they wouldn't. They still wouldn't exist. The real world cast members are reportedly paid five thousand dollars for their season. This is an article that came out in late 2019. The reality shows that feature recurring cast members have a very different payout from shows where cast members only appear once. The real world reportedly pays its stars five thousand bucks to film a season of the show. So you would have done that? Yeah, because then you go on the challenge and then you become a recurring person and you start making buku's amount of money. But they don't all get to do that, right? No, you got to be one of the select few. You got to be one of the good ones. You got to be a Bananas, a CT, a Wes, a Jordan, someone like that. Anissa, she's been around a long time. The uh, Nani has been around a long time. Those are the ones I would have been. I would have been a recurring person on the challenge and it's just been, ah, oh, it would have been amazing. Okay, so just before we end this segment, you would have given up your wife and kids to go back and be on Real World. Am I hearing you say that? Yeah. That's not okay. mean, though. It's not, it's nothing against them. Like, I still love them. I still think they're great. But my wife, my life would have been different, and it would have taken a different path, and they would understand that. 
Okay, there you have it. Hey, better? Do you think he'd have a better life or a worse life? Worse. He has a stable uh-huh. life now. Yeah. He has a good job, a stable life, good kids, a good wife. I don't know. Because in his mind, he's thinking, like, he can buy that island. I, I don't know if I'd be able to buy that island, but I would be rich enough where all I had to do was work a couple months a year, go on the, the challenge, film in these exotic locations, party in a house, and then chill for a few months. Partying is still appealing to you, huh? If I was on the challenge, it would be because they have a good old time. Do you think Johnny Bananas is rich? Yeah. I, I Googled his net worth. Johnny Bananas, a reality television personality, has a net worth of $200,000. That's not that's not accurate. He won a million on the last season, so his net worth can't be that. I mean, he, he straight up. He's in debt. No way. He's got his own TV show, man. <laughs> God, you guys, you guys are hating on Johnny Johnny Bananas. I'm not is, hating on anybody. I just read this. I didn't know what he was worth. I, don't, say, I would know he, him if he walked in the room. Oh man, I would. And let me tell you, his Instagram when the Super Bowl a couple weeks ago, when Tom Brady won, he got a flamethrower and was shooting it inside his house. Bananas, you're crazy, man. Crazy. Didn't Lunchbox go and? Oh gosh. Yeah. Try to be Johnny Banana's friend. <laughs> yep. And Johnny Banana said, yeah. don't message me anymore. Is that what happened? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I saw him. Listen, I was at a charity event in Austin, and we went to a bar afterwards, and my buddy Forrest came to me and goes, Bananas just walked out of the bathroom. And I'm like, yeah, right. And we were hammered. And he goes, I'll go find him. And he went and found him, and we took shots with Johnny Bananas. And then I kept messaging Johnny Bananas like we were going to be friends. And then you told me some of his people reached out and said, back off. <laughs> <laughs> And you want to you want to know another story? You want to you know another story about bananas what? that hurts? So Eddie Ray and I do the Sore Losers podcast, and Johnny Bananas won last season of the challenge, and I freaking hit him on Twitter, and I was like, "Dude, come on and let's talk about the epic seventh victory." You're like Tom Brady. He's like, "Let's do it." And then I hit him back. I was like, "All right, when do you want to do it?" Never responded. Oh, crickets! <laughs> ah, Damn. that hurts. Got him. But I think we're still gonna be friends. Yeah, I think eventually you will too. <laughs> Good uh. luck. If I can be friends with Edwin McCain, you can be friends with Johnny Banana. Exactly. Exactly. I know we're a little late to the party, but let's do the news. Bobby's Big Story. Florida officials say two women were caught dressed up as grandmas in order to what? Oh, get into something for a senior discount. Coronavirus vaccine. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> the two reportedly showed up in bonnets. Boy, they went hard at throwing bonnets. I mean, <laughs> I don't wear bonnets. It's like, that's like Little House on the Prairie Grandma. Right. right. Like they overcommitted. Bonnets, glasses, gloves. They went to the Orange County Convention Center to get their second dose. However, workers stopped them after noticing something was off. And then also they looked at their IDs and were like, I don't think this looks right. The 44-year-old and 34-year-old were sent away with trespassing warnings. The question is, how do they get that first vaccine? Wow. The same thing? So I guess so. They were trying to hit that second one. Weren't able to do it. But hilarious. I'm picturing Mrs. Doubtfire like going Hello. in there. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. And I hope they got it for TikTok. You know? <laughs> uh, let's do another story. Here we go. Bobby's other story. Well, speaking of the two shots, just one shot of the Pfizer COVID-19 is 85% effective. You know, they have the one shot, but this isn't it. They're saying one shot of the two is 85% effective. So that's according to a new study that looked at a ton of healthcare workers and saw a huge reduction of any sort of symptomatic COVID-19 between 15 to 28 days. So we're just we're still learning. This is all so new. We're still learning stuff. That's good to know that about 
you know, two weeks after you get that first shot, before you get the second, that you're still pretty well suited to, you know, not have to go through that again or at all. How many of us have gotten it? Just Eddie? Not the shot? No, no, no. Oh, the, no the, the, virus. the virus. Just me and Hillary. Uh, so, and that's it. So 25% of us? Yikes. No. What? I would think it would be more based on how many people have it. Like, I, I'm shocked. I was telling Bobby the other night, I was like, isn't it so weird that, like, we haven't gotten it? <laughs> Guys, and it's really weird that me and Hillary were the only two that went to Florida. Yeah. That ain't weird. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, that ain't weird. Uh, NASA's largest, most advanced rover, Perseverance, touchdown on Mars yesterday. After a 203-day journey, it traveled 293 million miles. Here's the exciting moment of touchdown from Mission Control at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Southern California. Touchdown confirmed. Perseverance safely on the surface of Mars, ready to begin seeking the sands of past life. Wow, he got it. Uh, Wow. This is so exciting. The team is beside themselves. It's, it's, It's so surreal. So the rover has... A small helicopter on it with cameras and microphones. The mission marks an ambitious first step to collect Martian samples and then bring them back to Earth. That's the plan for the first time. Pretty cool. So, yeah, I watched, I saw them all jump up when it landed. But I also watched that Hillary Swank documentary, mm-hmm. except it wasn't <laughs> it was, a documentary. Oh, yeah, no, that was not real. <laughs> I know it wasn't real because no humans have ever been up there. But you start to get so into it, you're like, this feels like a documentary. <laughs> like, are they going to make it? Right. So what's next? Venus? I don't think you want to go toward the sun right oh, now. Oh, you, you want to go no, the yeah. other way? I mean, that's why we're going that way. <laughs> Got it's it. like driving out of town. <laughs> you don't want to go toward Mercury. You'll melt. Mercury and Venus. Okay. Woo. So what's on the other side? Well, then you My have Mars. Mary then you have an asteroid belt. Oh, how do you know all this stuff? It's everyone. Know, if you're in third grade, you know this. I had never I heard of the asteroid belt. No. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, asteroid belt. Then Jupiter. Ooh. But we're not even close to that yet. And then Saturn, the one with the ring. Yeah. Okay. Eventually. But. How do you know that? Because you learned it as a kid. Uh, uh, it's called it's called Away on Netflix, by the way. That documentary about Hillary Swank going to Mars. So. Uh, a plumber in Texas says he's had more than two thousand two hundred calls in twenty four hours because of issues with bursting pipes. Wow! In twenty four hours, over two thousand calls. It's terrible. Many North Texans are feeling the effects of the deep freeze. Heck, in Central Texas too. You know, most of our people are in Austin. Like, Amy, Amy's from Austin. We all lived there before we... Oh, yeah. No, my best friend from high school, who they own the Culver's that Bobby and I met at in North Austin, and sh- they're sleeping there <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because they have no uh, power at, at their house, so they're sleeping on the floor at Culver's. Mm. Well, he's got over 2,000 calls in 24 hours, and did you see the video of the girl in the parking garage? Every spot was fine, but one pipe had bust or a car was under it and her car was just in ice it was encapsulated in ice crazy it was crazy Bobby's Big Story a lot of people now will do Ancestry.com or or one of the services to go back and see where they came from to maybe see genetically what they're built out of this one dude does it and it turns out he's got a whole bunch of brothers and sisters because his dad gave sperm over 500 times (laughs) wow (laughs) And so now he's nervous that he's going to, like, date one of his sisters <laughs> or one of his cousins 500 times in a 10-year period, which resulted in probably over 50 children. They pay you for that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's why he did it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just a lot, right? <laughs> and also, yeah. like, what if you're this kid and you realize that your dad gave all the sperm and there are siblings 
like genetically that are your brother and sister who who are out there and you don't know. Aside from him going, I hope I just don't date my sister, but knowing you have brothers and sisters out there. And I'm sure it'll start to link some of them together because if they get in and they have, you know, this genetic makeup and they'll go, oh, this is your brother. That happens a lot of times too. But just think about that. You find out your dad <laughs> gave from 500 times over 10 years. There must have been some good money in that or at least some yeah. money enough to actually make a difference. I just don't know if me, if I'd be able, I'll take it back. If I'm hungry, you can have all of it, do right? Anything, yeah. But me to know there could be children of mine out there that are half me who I don't know, that would be crazy to me. That would be crazy. Donors earn, how much for each donation, Amy, do you think? Oh, $250? No, $70 for each donation. Oh, that's it. You're giving, you're giving stuff that makes a life? Again, I don't think that is what the people are thinking about, right? Because you're giving 50th time a donation, which for an hour's work. And let me tell you. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Stop. Okay, stop. <laughs> what? That if you get 50 of the time of donation and 20 when the sample is released. A healthy men can make about a thousand bucks a month. So if you're okay with going, I just want to help somebody have kids that wants to have kids and not, you know, it's not connected to me anymore. That's a good pop of money there. Just thinking about how guys think, I don't think that crosses any of the guys' minds that are donating. And they're not saying, like, I want to help people that can't. Oh, you don't <laughs> no, think No, they're it. just like, hey, this is easy to me, and let's give me the money. Think about being a nurse in those places. I mean, oh. I guess it's just nothing. <laughs> and do people lie on their, you know, bio? Yes, I'm a, a brain doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be a professional athlete. Uh, okay, bye, everybody. Bye. 